0: Hi, welcome to church today. The message you're about to listen to came from a recent gathering at our church. Be encouraged as you enjoy this message. Season for breakthrough, right? Now, some of us are like, oh, well, you know, I'm all right. I, I, I don't really need a breakthrough. And Lord is saying, you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay. You need a breakthrough. And the Lord is saying... There's a reason why he wants everyone to experience breakthrough. Okay? On the 10th of January, he said this, Pray that there would be breakthrough in everyone's life in CCF. Everyone. For I want everyone to experience my miracles in this season. It is time for the faith of the house to be raised. You'll start to see breakthrough in everyone's lives for this is a season of breakthrough for the house of ccf it's our time i don't know about any other ministry but i know from the lord for ccf it's time for breakthrough he said tell the people to continue to pray right whatever the breakthrough is, doesn't matter how big how small it is you need to pray the spirit of god is saying i am ready to do this and i need the glory for the lord okay he said ask them what must happen in your life before you know you have breakthrough what does it look like? Tell them to see the picture and to be declaring it, okay? Now, these are, these are strong, very specific, detailed words to us, okay? Which is meaning, you need to have a picture, you need to be specific, but you need to be on this, all right? Because I'm not doing anything without your agreement, right? So whatever that, whatever that breakthrough is, if it's, listen, if you need a husband, right? I'll say it again. If you need a husband the Bible says specifically he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favour from the Lord that's what the word of God says so women that need a husband you need to start praying that God will favour a man so that he's able to see you as his wife okay I'm going to be I'm just going to be blatant right no more being bashful okay if you are delayed of something Okay? Tell it to him. The need for a breakthrough implies that there are aspects of your life that have been held back because something needs to be broken through. They are frustrated, they are delayed, or they are not realized. There are prophecies that have not come to pass, promises that have failed to yield and manifest their benefits to us now I've said what I've said and I'm now going to pray and I want you to think about what I'm saying because as I'm telling you what the Lord said I want you to be thinking about the breakthrough you require okay whatever you've given up on it's time to dust off and bring it back and say Lord your servant is saying breakthrough okay I believe you for this now again This thing that was ten years, I put it down for ten years because I didn't see it for the fifteen years that I was expediting it. This son of mine that is still not saved, okay, that I've been praying for, or this daughter that I've been praying for, this grandchild that I've been praying for, they're still not saved, but I put it down because they didn't want to know. Breakthrough. I saw it in my own house, my own child. Started crying. She gave her life, as I told you. The season has changed over CCF. It has changed. Okay, it has changed. And it's my job, as well as others, to keep saying this, to keep saying this until you get this. And you can recite it off by heart what the Lord is saying. So you can tell him yourself. (laughs) Father, in the name of Jesus, I do not come as a mere man. I come as your oracle, as your servant, as your mouthpiece to speak what the Holy Spirit wants to say. Take me out of the way and let your spirit speak. I pray that you'll give us a teachable spirit, even if I'm ministering, enable me to learn and understand. That we will glean exactly what you want us to glean. That we will move from the position that we're in, which is of little value for the season that is now upon us. For we need to grasp the things of God in the timing of God. Lord, forgive us for sluggishness, slothfulness, or even laziness. But I'm here today to break that yoke, to release the people from the mindset of the environment which is toxic to the children of faith. I command everything in the atmosphere if there is anything left after such, worship that is contrary to your word to go in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, your name has to be glorified because there's more than two or three in here. We have gathered not as a social club but because of the king. We've already heard that there are angels, and I can testify that indeed there are angels. They're out there waiting for the conditions to be right for revival. They're in here helping us to worship. God has got all kinds of angels for all kinds of circumstances. He really, really has. The multitude of them, there are more angels existing than there are human beings. Now go figure that. thank you for this time, Lord. We cherish this time and we will keep the time. Amen. All right. So, let's talk about breakthrough. I said, Lord, what is, why, why, why are we back on this? And he said, listen, Deji, I want you to continue to tell them what I am doing. I want them to judge this according to their own lives. Let me translate that. So here's the Lord saying, continue to tell them what I'm doing. In other words, in the realm of the spirit, I am mobilising for breakthrough. Okay? But he wants you to judge concerning your own lives, the impact. So he's saying, as an individual, he wants you to say, Lord, I've received my breakthrough. Okay? Okay? That's that's where he's at. And I get it, Lord. The reason he's saying it is because very shortly, something's going to break out in in CCF that is of the like we've not seen before. Okay? And there's going to be people coming with all kinds of ailments and all kinds of needs. And if we have not seen a miracle in our own lives, we don't know what a miracle looks like. I'm serious. If you've not experienced one, you don't know what it looks like. You don't know what it tastes like. You don't know what it feels like. So God wants us to understand what his miracle working power feels like, tastes like, is like, individually, so that we know that he's good, so that we can tell and testify to them that he's good because we have proof and evidence by our own testimony. Some of us have been beaten down to a place where we are passive because we think, it's all right, I can survive this. That is the rubbish of the world. I'm telling you, you need to be desperately seeking, expecting God to do something new and powerful in your life because that's what you're here for. It's all right. He is a lifter of our head and I'm just getting going. All right, so what is breakthrough? Okay, people say it we, in church. We say it a lot. I've said it a lot, admittedly. But someone needs to define what this is. Okay, breakthrough. Let's, let's look at what the dictionary says. Simple. Webster's Dictionary. An offensive military assault that penetrates and carries beyond a defensive line. Okay. Satan has drawn a line in front of you with circumstances and said, you will not cross this. An offensive military assault that penetrates and carries beyond a defensive line. But Satan is under attack by us because we're not having it. It is also an act or instance of moving through or beyond an obstacle. What is the obstacle that is in your way? And who put it there? It is also a person's first notable success in a particular realm of circumstance. That's the breakthrough. Those mothers in here know what it's like to have their first child delivered. It's not the same as the second one, was it? (laughs) Breakthrough. (laughs) Or even a sudden advance, especially in knowledge or technique. Medical breakthrough. Some medical breakthroughs are needed here. So that's what it is. It's a assault. It is violent. It is aggressive. It is specific. How many armies do you know that battle for a little bit then give up and walk away? Most will fight to their last man. I'm just saying, that is the offensive military assault. It's all or nothing. The Lord said this to me, he said, I have eight pictures of breakthrough that need to be looked at in order for my children to understand how breakthrough works. Eight and I said, Lord, I don't have the time to deliver eight. He said, there are eight that I want looking at because they need to understand. You need to understand. So I said, all right, I'll do my best. Eight, okay? I want to keep it short, so I'm going to be quick because I want us to pray. Because the praying together, that is the thing that is needed. All right, so Eight pictures. Picture number one, those of you who are writing things down, start your writing. Forcing things through your own ability. Forcing things through on your own. That's picture one. Picture two, having to wait too long for what you are doing and expecting. So you're doing something in ex- and expecting something, but you're just waiting too long. That's picture two. Picture three, fashioned out of my promises. Picture four, coordinated spiritual efforts. Probably going too fast. Picture four, coordinated spiritual efforts. Picture five, consistent Obedience. Picture six, proper application of my word of truth. Proper application of my word of truth. Picture seven, allowing my correction. And then picture eight, if we get to it, ignoring the philosophy of the world. Okay? So eight, he says. He says eight. And what What he's saying is that there's breakthrough that looks like this thing or there's breakthrough that looks like this thing. That thing, okay there's good breakthrough and there's bad breakthrough that 's how I put it let's let 's just get to it all right, so eight so the first one that we look we 're going to look at is forcing things through on your own. Wow there is a type of situation whereby. You have the ability to get your breakthrough by your own ability. Yeah. Yeah, you can see it right there. I can do that. And I can push for that. Some people are squealing in their chairs right now. Hmm. Right before Saul's battle against the Philistines... Saul does not wait for Samuel as he instructed. Instead, Saul disobeys and offers a sacrifice by himself. 1 Samuel 13.9 Because Saul refuses to listen to God, Samuel says he has forfeited the hope of an eternal dynasty in Israel. <sighs> okay, let's just, let's just read some of the actual scripture. I'm not going to go through all of it. No, there's no way, um, so one Samuel thirteen, and I'm going to come from yeah yeah start five, then the first time is gathered together to fight with Israel, thirty thousand chariots and six thousand horsemen and people as the sand which is on the seashore in multitude so what So what's happening here? So what we see here is that Saul was anointed king, okay? And then Jonathan went up to the Philistine garrison and caused a bit of a stir, caused a bit of a fight. So it caused the Philistines to gang up against Saul, basically, against Israel. So this was the first big fight against the Philistines. And it was instigated really because Jonathan went up and kicked it off. That wonderful son of his. Verse six, when the men of Israel saw that they were in danger for the people were distressed, then the people hid in caves in thickets, in rocks, in holes, pits, etc. As for Saul, he was still in Gilgal and all the people followed him, trembling. So there was real fear. Then he waited seven days according to the time set by Samuel, but Samuel did not come to Gilgal and the people were scattered from him. So Saul said, bring a burnt offering and peace offerings here to me and he offered the burnt offering now it doesn't seem like much but in those days it was like you can't even engage in battle before first offering to the lord because the lord would not be with you so he thought i can do this myself let's get on with it and let's go for it but the thing was an abomination it was only the priest that wasn't able to do that okay so that was evidence of him going his own way, deciding to say that I can do this without following the proper course that was laid down and agreed. Okay, verse eleven. And Samuel said, What have you done? Saul said, When I saw that the people were scattered from me and that they did not come with you did not come within the days appointed and that the Philistines gathered together in Mishmash. Then I said, the Philistines will now come down on me at Gilgal, and I have not made supplication to the Lord. Therefore, I felt compelled. What, are you, what do you feel compelled to do that is not yours to do? And offered a burnt offering, and Samuel said to Saul, you have done foolishly you have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For now the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart. Okay. So, Saul did get success in his battles against the Philistines with God's help after this point. He did. But this was the first breakthrough or the breaking through encounter. And he did it without the Lord. It's not just about the first breakthrough. It's about God's entire plan from that point on and we know ultimately that he lost his position as king and his legacy so this element of breaking through must be handled by the Lord okay if God's plan is going to come to pass in the fullness now why am i saying that the bible says that god is faithful to complete that which he has started not that we have started he's not obligated to complete that and he will not do it if he's not the originator of it he's not in it okay in his mercy he may help at times but he is not going to complete man's work why would he It's serious actually, I mean, I, before the Lord said it, in the way that he said it, I was like, hmm. But then after I had to think it, it's quite serious, because he can't. Because what does that make of him? That is a picture of a breakthrough that has been interfered with it might be a job you've gone through it you've done it under your own strength and God said wait not that one or not yet do it like this and you said well no 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 I need to do it now and you went for it and you disobeyed what he said he's merciful and he's not one to bring us down that's not the thing but God's particular and I know you'll hear what I'm saying hear it in the, in the light of what, what's been said here so that's the first picture of breakthrough Okay, not one that we need, but that is what he's saying. Number two, picture number two. Having to wait too long for what you are doing and expecting. Some of us have said this, Lord, I've been waiting too long. This is the 20th year. Nothing has moved and shifted. What's up with that? I've been doing this, I've been expecting this, and now I have been waiting too long. The Lord hears and says this. Ecclesiastics 3.1 tells us, to everything there is a season and a time for every matter and purpose under heaven. And I will say, and I will say it again, saints, for CCF, it is a season of breakthrough individually and as a ministry listen no devil is going to stop it i say again no devil no witch no witchcraft is going to stop it god causes things to happen at exactly the right time he causes things to happen at exactly the right time we cause things to happen at the wrong time you see the difference Patience is a fruit of the spirit. Galatians 5.22. It's developed only under trial. So we must not run from difficult circumstances, but let endurance and steadfastness and patience have full play and do a thorough work so that you may be people perfectly and fully developed with no defects Lacking nothing. Joseph waited many years for the fulfillment of the dream God had given him. He was falsely accused, imprisoned before the time came for him to do what God had shown him he was to do. He waited 13 years from being sold by his brothers. The time he left prison and he was set free and appointed the head of Egypt. 13 years. Listen, I don't know what kind of prison you're in, of your particular situation, and how long you feel it's been in terms of sentence. I'll be honest with you. I've got my own sentence that I've been serving. Or two. But one time I complained to the Lord. I said, Lord, you know what? I'm here and I need to be over there. And everybody else around me is going from there to there. And I'm like, and I'm the Christian here. What's that? What's up with that? (laughs) That That's an abomination, Lord. (laughs) And the Lord sent me Psalm 37. I know many of you have received Psalm 37. Be still and rest in the Lord. Wait for him and patiently lean yourself upon him. (laughs) Fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way. Because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil doing. We've got to be patient okay? We've got to wait. I know it's hard, okay? But the things of God are like that. In fact, God is waiting for us to be patient enough, and then he moves. Without that element of, Lord, I'll wait no matter what. Often, he doesn't move. That's probably the hardest one. But that is a picture of breakthrough. Truly waiting. Not being lazy in the wait, but truly determined, showing that to God that you are waiting it out. He knows. You can't kid him, right? right, I'm going to wait two years and I'm going to wait two years. That's it, Lord. And you don't tell him, you don't say that to him, but in your heart, you think, "Mm, two years, that's it, right? You think God doesn't hear that? (laughs) See if you can... Keep something secret from the Lord. Come and tell me how successful you you are. It's not gonna happen. We must wait it out. So that's another picture. Not waiting. That's hard. It's hard. Some of us have waited, and I, you know, I'm not joking with it because I know myself. I know myself. But you know what? As I had said previously you can go and complain to the Lord and say Lord I've been waiting I've been waiting what's up with that what should I be doing you know what? why, is, why the delay you can press the Lord and you will respond I've had I've had some harsh responses from the Lord in the past some that brought me to tears even to think about it now I just want to cry what he came out with you know and I had to say Lord I'll shut up now when he said it he said yeah at one point he said, Deji, I have personally stopped this. I have personally stopped this. What he said. Because I don't want that. And what he said, I just thought, Oh Lord Jesus. Cannot be. But it was. Okay. Picture three. Fashioned out of my promises. You're probably getting the the message that these pictures are not perhaps what you were expecting. (laughs) Fashioned out of my promises. He said this, I will only give you breakthrough that is in line with one or more of my promises. Did you hear that? So he's saying he's not doing anything outside of his word. And the reason is because it could be Satan himself trying to give you something. You see, when it comes to breakthrough, there has to be some promise in my word that has been fulfilled here. So we have to make sure that we meet all the requirements if there are requirements for the promise and to be in faith concerning it. Because the promises of God are received by faith. This is not like, uh, I don't know, some list of instructions. This is, this is, this is a spiritual matter. It's a faith matter. There is no point believing God for financial breakthrough if you simply refuse to believe in tithing. I hope I'm not speaking to anyone here. Malachi 3.10, go and read it. If you need me to just read it to you, oh, I'm happy to do that. <laughs> I repeat, there is no point Believing God for financial breakthrough, if you simply refuse to believe in tithing, Jesus endorses tithing but expects his followers to exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees who he encouraged to continue tithing. Matthew 23 23. Okay, so there's an expectation that one enables God to do beyond. Because he said, I will supply all of your needs according to my riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I'll supply all of your needs. Needs, right? The tithe, more than you can receive. So if you're looking for financial breakthrough, and I can imagine you're not looking for £10.50, are you? (laughs) Right? Then it's the tithe. It's the tithe. And if you are not willing to accept the tithe, don't bother about the financial breakthrough. Save yourself the heartache. Okay? I'll be honest. Or even the principle of sowing and reaping. Galatians 6 7 and 8. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. If you are mean spirited, mean minded, mean handed, what are you going to receive? This is basic Christianity, but I'm saying it because some of us are believing God for a breakthrough in an area where the word of God has put some manners on us, but we have not submitted to those manners, to use the street terminology. It said X, Y, Z, and we've not done X, Y, Z, or we don't believe in X, Y, Z, but we're still asking for Y. have to be real okay fashioned out of my promises breakthroughs are fashioned out of the promises of God if it's God bringing the breakthrough if it's Satan bringing the breakthrough go figure all right okay number four Coordinated, coordinated spiritual efforts What's that mean? What do you think? Anybody? <laughs> Whoa! He's going there. Okay, let's just look at this. What does coordinated mean? Coordinated means bring the different elements of a complex activity or organisation into harmonious or efficient relationship to make arrangements so that two or more people or groups of people can work together properly and well. Amos 3.3, 3. can two walk together unless they agree? The Lord says, coordinated spiritual efforts. Number one, prayer of agreement. Sister, Sister, let me come and agree with you over that matter of breakthrough. Brother, let us agree with you concerning that. Because Matthew 18, 19 says, Again, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree, harmonize together, make a symphony together about whatever, anything and everything they may ask, it will come to pass and be done for them by my Father in heaven. This is so powerful, right? That God cannot turn away from it, not that he ever would. Where two saints agree, or three even, or four. That is, there is a mandate of agreement which means heaven must respond. Seriously, yeah, heaven can say, no, 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 that's whatever, but they have to respond. Because you have agreed on earth. Two people that are in Christ, that have dominion in this realm, have said, it shall be. Heaven moves and shifts on that. Seriously. A man and his wife. One will send a thousand, and two will send 10,000 demons. Do the maths. That is... So you bring three, you bring four, you bring five, and you come and agree? Some brother says, listen, I've been struggling in my finances, I've been paying my tithe, I don't know, the devil has been frustrating me still. Sister, brother, will you not pray with me, will you not agree with me on the matter of Malachi 3.10? Yes, we will. Go pray that and see what happens. I mean, go pray fervently, knowingly sit together and say let's agree hold hands and harmonize there's no point someone praying for you but you're not quite sure what they're praying that's not harmony harmonize so you can hear them and see the whites of the eyes so they are speaking in sync to your spirit i tell you the power that's released will destroy whatever foe is in your way now I'm saying, you all know about the private agreement, but there's a way of doing it. Harmonize. Get in sync so that you are speaking the same language and agreeing the terms. Are you talking 1 million or are you talking 10,000? Because I'm thinking 1 million when you're thinking 10,000. That's not harmony. Are you talking the Prime Minister of the UK or the President of the United States? What are you talking about, brother? I'm not joking I'm not joking Harmonize Because God is looking for agreement He's looking for oneness Before he moves heaven You see That's why the thing works best as a married couple Because you're yoked already And it's very difficult You're not going to be dis- in disagreement Because you see each other each day And you know what each other are thinking That's why that devil hates marriage Yeah Let's, let's, let's unpick it properly. That dynamic is powerful between a man and his wife. But it is a good thing for brothers and sisters to dwell together so they can harmonize over matters of the Word of God. This is a picture of breakthrough, okay? Corporate fasting or fasting in agreement. We did this January just gone. And the Lord dropped some prophetic words on me that, of the life I've not experienced before, talking about revival and so many different things. It was because of that fast. <laughs> you, can make, you can do the maths yourself. And that was, wasn't just me. Isaiah 58. Verse six, is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free? And that you break every yoke. If you need breakthrough, go fast and pray with your brother, with your sister as a family or with a, your church There's forgiveness in the house of God. (laughs) Praise and worship in unity. Lord God, thank you for this one. Heartfelt praise moves God. Look at Paul and Silas, those two brothers. they were in stocks, the stocks fell off and their chains were loosed angels came and sat on the prison doors and bust the thing open. What were they doing? Just praying and singing songs. Seriously. And everybody around them, the place shook. Now I don't know about you, but last time I checked, Holy Spirit's not changed. Can you imagine? They were in sync though, right? Let's get this straight. They were not, one person was singing Amazing Grace. The other one was singing some gospel tune, right? <laughs> they, no, 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 no. That one doesn't work. They were in tune, and they were singing in a prison, right? Yeah. You have to understand what the, the the dynamic of that situation. That was an abomination because it's like, who the sun sets free is free indeed. The new church, fresh Christians, singing in a place of captivity. The Lord says, that picture's wrong. Let's change it. The angel comes in, busts open the doors, busts the chains. You know the story, okay? That's the reality. These things are powerful. Or even Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, dealt with the trouble and uncertainty that his nation faced. A mighty army was coming against them and they had no power to defeat them. All the men of Judah with their wives... The reason I read this is because it releases faith into the atmosphere and it encourages you. I get stirred up when I hear this. All the men of Judah with their wives and children and little ones stood there before the Lord. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel. He said, listen... King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you, CCF. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the passers, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeril. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position. Stand firm and see the deliverance of the Lord. He will give you. Oh, Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. Picture of breakthrough. Number five, consistent obedience, consistent obedience, okay? Obedience, not sacrifice, is the key to your breakthrough. Doesn't matter how many hours of crying and praying, Lord, I need this. Mm -mm, That doesn't move the Lord. If he said by his spirit this, be still, if he said by the Spirit, give. If he said by Spirit, go repent. If he said by Spirit, be kind to your wife, be kind to your husband, be kind to the pastor. If he said by your Spirit, go and work under this evil person and be quiet about it. Go obey it. Yeah? If he said it. Yeah. Your obedience will make room for God to bring your breakthrough. Your obedience will make room for God to bring your breakthrough. I want to talk about Daniel. Time won't permit, but I will talk about him a little bit. (laughs) That brother, he won't play Where do we start here? Verse 8, Daniel 1. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now God had brought Daniel into the favour and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. And the guy said to him, I fear my lord the king who has appointed your food and drink. For why should he see your faces lacking, looking worse than the young men who are your age? then you would endanger my head before the king. So Daniel said, we know the story. Listen, if we look better than these guys after eating our food and they're eating theirs, then leave us. The point is, when you obey God, it so pleases him, it moves the supernatural, the circumstances. It moves it, right? And the thing about it is that you unlock keys to heaven like you have never seen. Yeah. At the end of 10 days, their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. And that del- those delicacies were proper expensive food. Thus the steward took away their portion of delicacies and wine that they they were to drink and gave them vegetables. Right? Just veggies. God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. That did not come from the vegetables. (laughs) right let's get get it straight that didn't come from the vegetable it came from the obedience now at the end of the days when the king had said that they should be brought in the chief of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar and that guy was something else then the king interviewed them and among them all none was found like Daniel Hananiah Mishael and Azariah. Therefore, they served before the king and in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them 10 times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were working through demonic means, right? In all of his realm, thus Daniel continued until the first year of King Cyrus. Now you have to see the picture of what that means over you. God will cause you to look in the eyes of those who are superior to you, who think they're superior, he'll make you look like up here, okay, when you obey, right? That is breakthrough because seriously, if you study the Egyptians well, they had understanding and knowledge, they had engineering they had chemistry they had brilliance in terms of the modern day their day okay and these guys just by eating a few vegetables just completely blew that 10 times not just a little bit 10 times okay obedience demonstrates our faith and trust in god obedience is the key to our success obedience is the sure and promised way for unlocking blessings for our lives for us to be able to fully obey we must read his word every day and ask god to empower us with his holy spirit so that our life is going to honor him and i say that you have to pray right because one level of obedience is not the same as another level of obedience. Just because you do something that God's asked you to do doesn't mean that you obeyed him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Some of us do stuff. We do what he asked, but we did not submit. You see, God sees the heart. You're doing it complaining, and you think you've obeyed. That's just rubbish. I'll say it again. You're doing it complaining, complaining, May not be verbally, but like Sarah laughed. May not out loud, but she still laughed. You complained in your heart, and God heard you. But because of his grace, he said nothing. But you still complained. Some levels of obedience are different to others. If you want the supernatural to affect your circumstances, then obey, 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 obey. Lower, lower, lower. Humble yourself. Humble ourselves. Yes, Deji, humble yourself. Speak to myself. See? That's another picture. Picture six. Proper application of my word of truth. Proper application of my word. This isn't, okay, I'm saying it, but this isn't Deji saying, this is the Lord, the Holy Spirit saying, proper application of my word of truth. See how he's speaking? He's not saying proper application of the word. He's saying proper application of my word. Not the word of your boss. Not the word of your, your, your parents. Of my word. Okay, I think you get the point. Second Timothy 2.15 says this. Study and be eager and do your utmost to present yourselves to God approved. Tested by trial. A workman who has no cause to be ashamed, correctly analysing and accurately dividing, rightly handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. Okay. Some people read the word of God and get this. Others will read the word of God and get this. Right? Some people handle the word of God deceitfully. Others handle the word of God rightly okay it's important the only way to handle the word of God correctly is by the Holy Spirit John eight thirty two says and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free in other translations the truth will make you free it's not just the word it's the truth that is in the word that will make you free and there is only one truth So, people that read the word of God and come up with some nonsense to afflict some part of the world, South Africa and apartheid, comes to mind. Okay? That's not by the Spirit of God, that is deceitfully using the word. One of the keys of receiving a breakthrough in any situation is to declare. God's truth over it not just God's word God's truth over the situation God's words coming out of your mouth are powerful but it is the truth that has been revealed in your heart that underlines the words this is massively important because many will say no weapon formed against me shall prosper right but the enemy will just come and slap them after they finish that sentence and the reason is because they're not standing truly and properly as a Christian. Oh, oh, listen. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that. But I mean what I say. There is no point going into spiritual warfare with such a powerful word than having sin in your life, right? Because the enemy will just bypass that word of god and slap you on the other side of your face right because you're in sin right and this is not a joke it's not a joke it's not although it's a little bit funny it's not, it's not a joke it's, some tears can be shed over things like this where you've you've <laughs> you're not you're not quite properly applying word of truth because there's something that's missing okay stand firm then with the belt of truth notice it doesn't say stand firm then with the belt of the word of god it says the belt of truth the word of god is the sword of the spirit which we will get to but it's the truth of the word that girds you up that holds up everything Right. You see that the truth of the word, not just the word, the truth that has been revealed to you for it is the truth of the word of God that makes you free. This is important. Buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith. Saving faith, faith that is, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Ephesians 6. The Word is so powerful and so necessary for dealing or in permitting breakthrough to come. Okay? because God will only do breakthrough according to promises. But it is the word that's in your mouth that is declared over the situation. It's the truth that is in your heart of the word of God that is genuine and has power. It's a picture of breakthrough. Psalm 118 says this, let those now who reverently and worshipfully fear the Lord, say, say that his mercy and loving kindness endure forever. Out of my distress, I called upon the Lord, called. The Lord answered me and set me free. You see that? Breakthrough. And in a large place, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side and takes my part because you obey the word, you see. He is among those who help me. Therefore, shall I see my desire established upon those who hate me? It is better to trust and take refuge in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Okay. Picture seven. I'm making good progress. Allowing my correction. You see, sometimes we get it wrong. Okay. We seek breakthrough so hard. We take the word and. But we take it out of context. And because it's out of context, God has to say, no, this, no that's not how, that's not what that means. I'm trying to think of an example here. Hmm. We go and agree with somebody. that's not a Christian over the matter of breakthrough. Seriously. Somebody that has not really, no, somebody that's not born again, okay, and we go and agree with them and say, oh, pray with me or Something like this. Now, that, the, the intention is, is right, but actually, in line with the word, it's wrong. You cannot harmonise with somebody that is not in harmony with Christ. You understand? This is why it says, do not be unevenly yoked. Let's, let's have an example a yoke is a thing that you put on, on, on cattle right that goes across their shoulders okay if you've ever seen two cattle one big and one small carrying the same yoke you see what an uneven yoke looks like <laughs> one's down there and the other's up here now how does that work yeah my yoke is easy and my burden is light that's Jesus now, the devil, he, he, he's all about the yoke's hard, the burden's hard, okay? There's no mercy. So when you're praying with a sister or brother that's not in the Lord, they're coming from a place of bad-mindedness. You've been done wrong, right? And you're praying and you're saying, Lord, we need you to intervene. And they're saying, right, yeah, cuss that one that, cuss them down, all the rest of it. You understand what I'm saying? They're, they're not in the same place. Now this is an extreme example, but the point is you can't harmonise. You can't harmonise with them. So this is a place where you need correction. Okay, Second Timothy 3.16 says this, Every scripture is God-breathed, given by his inspiration, and profitable for instruction, for reproof, and conviction of sin, for correction... Of error and discipline in obedience, and for the training in righteousness, in holy living, in conformity to God's will in thought, purpose, and action. Okay, covers it all. So we must go according to the word of God. And we must, if we don't fully understand, we go and speak to somebody and say, Well, what's this? Am I, am I even right? in my approach with this word, if we're not sure. Or we pray that the Holy Spirit show us if there's any error in what, in how I'm praying or how I'm seeking breakthrough or who I'm agreeing with. Yeah, that's the wise thing to do. Allowing my correction, the Lord says. Allowing my correction. This is a picture of why breakthrough doesn't happen This is why I said I need to show some pictures here so that you can see, so that you can start to examine why something didn't happen, why something's delayed, what's going wrong, what what method I have not employed through lack of understanding. Allowing my correction. Sometimes the Holy Spirit is saying no, not like that, or no, not yet. But we're so emotionally connected with what we need in terms of that breakthrough that we're not listening. Okay, and I, I've been there. been <laughs> there. You know? We must allow ourselves to be corrected. And God will correct you from the TV set if he has to. He can correct you from the pulpit. And some of the words I've spoken have checked my own self, which sounds ridiculous, I know, but... Has brought home some situations and I know some of you here have probably been checked you on, on some of the things that have been said that's good that's a good thing allowing my correction it's a picture of what brings breakthrough the fact that you can be corrected and be put right so that now breakthrough can manifest it's a good thing and finally ignoring the philosophy of the world. Ignoring the philosophy of the world. Colossians 2, 8 to 9 says this, see to it that no one carries you off as spoil or makes you yourselves captive by his so-called philosophy and intellectualism and vain deceit, idle fancies and plain nonsense following human tradition, men's ideas of the material rather than the spiritual world. The things of God manifest by faith, which is the spirit. Just crude notions following the rudimentary and elemental teachings of the universe and disregarding the teachings of Christ the Messiah. For in him the whole fullness Of deity, the Godhead continues to dwell in bodily form, giving complete expression of the divine nature. Plain nonsense. We must do away with the philosophy of this world. I don't care how correct it sounds, do away with it. If it's not the same as the word of God, which it will never be, do not entertain it. If you want God involved, do not entertain the philosophy of the world. When the world is laughing at an impossible situation, saying that will never be the case, listen, God can do what man cannot do. And he specializes in the impossible. Matthew 6, Matthew 19, 26. With men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. If God before you, who can be against you? If God be before you, who can be against you? when they say oh, this there's, there's too much at stake, there's too much against this, this can't happen, you know there's no way that's going through Romans 83133 What then shall we say to all this? If God is for us, who can be against us? who can be our foe? if God is on our side. He who did not withhold or spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, will he not also with him freely and graciously give us all other things? You know the rest. We have to be sure of this, okay? We have to ignore the philosophy of the world. And I don't just mean open philosophy. I'm talking about in the church. Oh, yes. I'm talking about in the church. 1 Timothy 4.1 says this. Now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times son shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Okay? So a doctrine of a devil... It's one that's taught in the church. It's still a philosophy of the world because it's not of God. I'll read that again. Now the Spirit speak of expressly. The Holy Spirit saying, listen up, saints, big time, listen up, that in the latter times which we are in, some shall depart from the faith. In other words, some of your brothers and sisters in the Lord will depart from the faith. Why? Because they've given heed to seducing spirits and doctrines that are taught by demons. Which means a false prophecy that has been inspired by demonic chit-chat has come upon them and caused them to fall from the faith. This is in the scripture. So it's not like it's not true. <laughs> right? Right? So this is, we must ignore the philosophy of the world. If that brother is talking some funky thing which cannot be found in the word of God, right? I don't care how many years he's been a prophet or a prophetess, right? Or a deacon or a bishop, right? If he's, if he's pouring libation here and libation there, right? Yes, sir. You've my drink. Yes, <laughs> and sweating at the pulpit with handkerchief, but not giving you the precise scripture which lines up exactly to what he said in the word of God, then beware. (laughs) That's funny, but there's some ministries that are not laughing. Okay. All right. So... What will I say in closing? I think the Lord has made this clear to us. 1 John 2, 15, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. This is key, hate the world. This is like a a protection mechanism. If you hate the things of the world, okay, you'll be going on the right track. The lust of the eyes and all of that. Okay. The Bible says in Jeremiah 1:12, I will hasten my word to perform it. God will accelerate our breakthrough. He's already said at the top of the year to us that he is speeding things up by his spirit. He's accelerating his purpose for us. Right? He will accelerate. I am not kidding. And listen. Hand on heart, he said it to me. He is going to accelerate your breakthrough, right? He wants this thing quick, right? He wants it quick. He wants us all to be excited. He wants us all to partake. It's time to surpass every obstacle, restriction, and resistance, okay? God is watching over his word to perform it. He's not slack. He's not slack when it comes to his word, right? He will hasten your breakthrough as you cry out to him, but notice, there's a crying out, which is required. There is an agreeing, which is required. There is a corporate praise, which is required. There is a fasting, that is required. There is a aligning with his word, being corrected according to his word. There is a harmonizing, that is required. All these things are required, okay? He's saying it, and he's saying it large. Ignore the philosophy of the world. Allow yourself to be corrected, Okay? Proper application of my word of truth, not just the word, but the truth that is in the word, the revelation of the word of God. This is necessary, okay? Consistent obedience, not just you obey one day or you obey, still complaining. Mm -mm. Consistent, proper obedience. Coordinated spiritual efforts, fashioned out of my promises, not you can't find it in the word, it's not a promise, then what are you asking for? He doesn't have to do it and he's not going to do it. He only does what's in line with his word. Having to wait too long for what you are doing and expecting. It's not too long. If you think it's too long, you've not waited lot—not long enough. Have you? If you think it's too long, then you've not waited long enough. If you think it's too long and you're not prepared to wait any longer, you've not waited long enough. That's what that means. Okay. Okay. Forcing things through on your own. Do not do it, no matter how easy. Remember Ishmael? Remember that name? I don't need to go any further. All right. Breakthrough, this is what the Lord says in closing. Breakthrough is not just about what you want. It is also about the justice of God for I am a just God. This is what he says. I want you to close your eyes. Breakthrough is not just about what you want. It's also about the justice of God, for I am a just God. Listen to me, my people, and give ear to me, O my nation, for law will proceed from me and I will make my justice rest as a light of the peoples. My righteousness is near. My salvation has gone forth and my arms will judge the peoples. The coastlands will wait upon me and on my arm they will trust. Lift up your eyes to the heavens and look to the earth beneath, for the heavens will vanish away like smoke. The earth will grow old like a garment and those who dwell in it will die like manna. But my salvation will be forever and my righteousness will not be abolished. Listen to me, you who know righteousness, you people in whose heart is my law. Do not fear the reproach of men nor be afraid of their insults. For the mouth, the moth will eat them up like a garment and the worm will eat them like wool. But my righteousness will be forever and my salvation from generation to generation. Awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake as in the ancient days. In the generations of old, are you not the arm that cut Rahab apart and wounded the serpent? Are you not the one who dried up the sea, the waters of the great deep that made the depths of the sea a road for the redeemed to cross over so the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness. Sorrow and sighing shall flee away. I, even I am, he who comforts you. Amen. Amen. Final thing that he said about angels, because this is why I was saying, he said this. He said, "I have given each person angels to specifically bring you through times of breakthrough." Okay, because breakthrough is a violent spiritual activity that is dealing with the demonic face to face, and it is the angel of the Lord that fights for you. So there are specific angels for breakthrough. There are specific angels for revival. There are specific angels for healing. There are specific angels, specific angels, specific angels. Okay? So in the season of breakthrough, specific angels are with you. Okay? I just want to encourage you. This is what he said. Specific angels to bring you through times of breakthrough. So we have to press, saints, whatever it is you've got written down that you, in the back of the Bible, that you've just closed up because, you know, it's been too long. Or that Bible that some of the pages are are, are almost wiped away with tears. I've got a Bible like that because that's the one that you you stack with warfare. (laughs) I need to find that Bible. Or that that corner of the house where you used to pray, we don't go there anymore because it's just too many memories, too much trauma. I'm asking a hard thing for some people here to open up certain things and say, Lord I believe for this again I'm, I'm asking I know I'm not, I'm not joking with it some things are painful to be asking again to be going back there the season has changed God is saying this is the season of breakthrough for the house of CCF for the faith in the house needs to be raised so that the conditions can be right for revival he needs to get us to a place you see God by his spirit is operating up here and we're just c- c- coming up like this right so that's what he's doing he's saying in order to do that you need to have a personal testimony concerning breakthrough God is so good you know why are you praying for this guy over here when you're struggling you haven't had breakthrough you don't even know what it looks like the maths of that is kind of incorrect God is good he's good for him and he's good for you there's a lot of homework here I know but this is the season of breakthrough I've spoken it okay I've spoken it God has said speak it out speak it out I've confirmed it it is in the atmosphere God has said it he said it again and he said it again and he said it again and he will keep coming back and getting whether it's me whether it's Dave whether it's Dave whether it's Sister Abby whether it's Pastor Rod we'll all be saying it because this is what he wants doing okay Father, in the name of Jesus, as we get ready to pray, Lord, stir up your people to a frenzy of faith that they are believing again for breakthrough. It is not a good look for any child of God to be frustrated in a certain area of their life more than one hour, as far as I'm concerned. It's not a good look. It doesn't glorify you, Lord even over our own leadership. Pastor Julie, you know, what's been going through. That is, that, is, that is an abomination, Lord. And I've said it to you. I said, no, that's not, I'm not happy with that. What manner of prayer and fasting is necessary for that, Lord? Only belief, Agree and believe. With two or three gathered together touching any anything whatever we agree i mean that word is not it is truth it is power god is compelled because he's good he wants to he's like yeah i can do that faith agreement harmonizing lord i pray for my brethren that we would be one one accord in here over situations that need breaking through one accord agreeing for revival to come. So the Spirit of God can come corporately with a power of the like we've not seen in this ministry, of a like that London has not seen for a long time. Lord, we are your children. We are the sheep of your pastor. We serve no other God the eye of the Lord goes to and fro through throughout the whole world looking for the righteous from whom to make himself strong. Lord, you have decided you're going to make yourself strong in the house of CCF. You have decided. God has decided. I invite you saints to come along with the program. Build your faith. Expand your faith. Expectation must be Built. Support one another. Be strengthened. Be encouraged. This is a good time. It's a good time. It's a good time. The season has changed. Weeping endureth. What does it say? Perfect. But. Joy comes in the morning. Amen. So, Lord, we bless you. Empower us, your people, to bring glory to your name. Amen. 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 We believe you've really enjoyed this message. For further information, visit www.commonwealthchurch.org and feel free to join us on any Sunday.